Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last week with uh, Joey Roberts with the Generation Summit here in Tulsa. It's the first one he's ever done in Tulsa. We had a blast uh, meeting in such a cool place. We were in Notions Coffee Shop there in downtown Tulsa. It was Paul Brady, Scott Webb, Ross Roberts. Ross was not able to come, but he was supposed to be able to be there. Joey and uh, the Flying Bosco's music group, they were so, they are so good. It's amazing. It was awesome. If you're anywhere near uh, Lexington, Kentucky, this next week, we'll be starting there Friday night through Sunday night. We'll be with Patsy Caminetti. She'll be doing, I think, Saturday night and then uh, Sunday morning while I go over to Faith Church in Danville. So that'll be great. Then I'll come back to the church in Lexington and we'll have an awesome time. Come if you can. Come to Lexington, Kentucky, the center of the country and hear, hear the good news. We'll have a wonderful time. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture is signless, uh, but the second coming has so many signs. It's amazing. Isn't it interesting that people say you can't tell when the Lord's going to come back, yet he put so many verses in the Bible about what it would look like. In fact, for every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming. And, you know, Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, the coming of the Lord 52 times. I always talk about this. You know, we get into end times not as an escape theology, but a hustle theology. I hear people go, oh, you don't need to preach on the coming of the Lord. People just uh, get their hopes up. That's exactly right. The Bible says it's the hope that purifies us even as we're pure. There's something about hearing how close you are to the coming of the Lord that makes you make changes. And that's what we want. That's what the end of day's update's all about. What do we need to do to make changes? Because the king is about to come back. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. I mean, amazing what's happened uh, this last week. The judicial reform passed yesterday. What a, what a radical thing to have all the Israelis all over the country going crazy. It's really like that exact same spirit when they were going about Jesus, crucify him, crucify him. You can see Lucifer trying to shut down the whole nation. In fact, you even had uh, Ehud Elmer, one of the older uh, prime ministers, say that Israel's in a civil war right now. So the judicial reform passed. All it does is take away a little bit of the power of the Supreme Court. It's not that big a deal. Everybody's blaming Netanyahu. The left is going absolutely crazy. I said it last week. What's happening is you have an older prime minister of Israel that's uh, paying for all this to just to drum up craziness all over the country. You have 1,145 Israeli Defense Force pilots that basically said they would not show up. You had the hospitals, the doctors say they would, should not, would not show up. Then you, you had the Israeli uh, nuclear scientists say they would not show up. All this over saying Netanyahu's ruining the country. That's just not true. So anytime you have a whole country coming against one leader like that, you can tell the population's against Netanyahu, so it's wrong. So it's, it's wild to see the response of it. So in the middle of all this, you have Hezbollah on the northern part of Israel and Lebanon literally setting up bases, thinking Israel's weakened because of all this. And then you had some more bases being set up in, in Syria on the edge of Israel on the, on the eastern side. To the point, this has gotten so ridiculous about this that even Morgan Stanley uh, lowered their credit rating for Israel, which is completely nuts. So all these nations are thinking they can take advantage of this. But in the middle of all this, you had Israel get 17 different, they basically uh, caught 17 different terrorists in Judea and Samaria. And then you got Iran saying that they shut down a whole Mossad operation in Iran. Trust me, they didn't shut it down. And then so Iran started boasting how they've got a new missile that uh, Abu Mihad, uh, literally a, a cruise missile that'll come off of ships, is basically for naval vessels 
thousand kilometer range that it's set up for. Now, what what Iran's doing there is because of America sending F twenty twos, F thirty fives, and F sixteens and navy vessels to bolster up America's support for Israel. So Iran's thinking they have to come out with all this as well. So there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes with Iran and our Secretary of State. Our Secretary of State says he has a new plan for uh, the the basically the Middle East developments there. So. The other country said that the U.S.'s plan is not going to work because Iran has already completely circumvented the sanctions that are happening. But Iran is all excited about the sanctions being lifted, but but it doesn't seem like that agreement is going to happen. But you have China doing just absolutely weird stuff. You had Russia uh, fire at one of our drones in Syria. So the U.S. kind of made a big deal about that. You've got China right now amassing tons of weaponry for Russia. I mean, just uh, when I looked at all the reports of all the weaponry that China is amassing for that, it's kind of scary because a lot of CENTCOM talked about we're already in World War III with China right now. So more things are happening with that, too. There's some real subversive things happening. I love that Israel was able to stop Russia uh, from sending F-35 fighter planes to Iran. And the, I mean, Iran's already made payments for some of them, and Russia basically said, we're not going to send you the F-35s because an Israeli uh, cabinet member uh, stepped in and said, listen, you can't, you can't get those fighter planes to Iran. So I like that that happened. And many more things are happening. You, you, uh, we talk about the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's all coming out in the forefront right now about all these nations literally wanting to wipe Israel off the map. So... I think of judicial reform and all the things happening with the other nations. We always think of the Antichrist coming in and forming a pact between the Palestinians and Israel and a monetary solution for all that, and that probably will be. But right now, you've got all of Israel looking for technically a savior. So it'll be really easy for Israel to to pick the Antichrist or be hungry for the Antichrist when there's this much chaos going on in Israel right now. So with all that said, this is it, man. Jesus is just about to come back. You're seeing the setup for the Antichrist right now with all this confusion there. You're seeing the setup for them looking for a Savior to come on the scene. So what's sad is they're about to pick one. It will be a Lucifer incarnate. So wow, these are Bible days. These are days that is literally coming to pass right in front of our eyes. You had uh, Iran boast that they'll haul as This is what they said. We'll haul as many missiles as we want to down into Syria. Meanwhile, Israel will knock out each convoy every time. So they've done 60-some-odd times they've done that. So it's almost a boiling point. You had North Korea fire two missiles into South Korea this last week, and there's nothing been said or nothing been done about it right now. you got Argentina telling uh, uh, companies in, in, in countries in Central America, why are you yielding to Iran pressure to have Iran miss, park missiles in, in Central America? Uh, so, boy, a lot's going on. So, you know, with all of this said, we always look at what's happening around Israel, but we look to the Word, the Word of God that never changes. Number one, yet Israel made a nation. Jerusalem won back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. Russia going into Crimea. Russia going into Ukraine. So you have all these things happening, uh, Russia in position, birds in position, fish in position. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red last fall where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. Amazing. You got men will be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. So we have all the signs of the second coming. There's about 50 in our book. 
they're all happening right in front of our eyes. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. You had men with no clothes on in a parade in Seattle two weeks ago. Normally, they'd be arrested because of indecent exposure. You had children in those parades. You've got this tra- transhumanism. You've got this gender stuff. I don't get into all that every week because it's so crazy. You don't have time to get into it. But, man, this is all signs of how close we are to the king coming back. But then you go from signs to signals. The Bible says that the planets would be for signals for us. So you have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. That was the Bethlehem star. That's pretty radical. You had Regulus do retrograde motion, crown Jupiter. But before that, you had the blood red moons. I mean, pretty wild to have blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. Uh, That's remarkable. Uh, Coinciding with radical dates with Israel. When was it? NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? Well, 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you got signals happening. You have the you have the eclipse that's coming this fall. It will mark the next eclipse and make a perfect X across America, right where the biggest fault line is in the United States of America. In 2017, you had the eclipse come out of a town, Salem, on the West Coast, finish on a town named Salem on the East Coast, Jerusalem, City of Peace. So you got the heavens screaming this. you got all this stuff happening. Why? The king's about to come back. So what do we do as believers? We help our local church, help our local pastor. We're more engaged. We're more involved. We don't, we don't fit church into our life. It is our life. This is it. I mean, I hear people go, well, you really can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Actually, you can if you can read. So how do we respond to this knowing how close we are? Because I, I hear so many people go, ah, we... There's basically what Second Peter said. There would be scoffers in the last day saying, Where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. No, they forgot about the flood. Change came. Uh, I couldn't imagine Noah getting up on the ark going, Hey, everything's cool. No, <laughs> Noah was a, pre- a preacher of righteousness. Then all of a sudden, you saw the animals line up and get in that boat. I mean, it's hard for me to get my dog to get in my truck, much less have all the animals hop up on a boat. So uh, change is coming. Jesus is just about to come back. These are the most exciting days for the church. There is no bad news for the church. For the world, very scary time. But my friend, this is it. Let's go for it. Let's get as many people saved as we can. Let's be radical soul winners. And let's uh, back our local church. And let's do everything we can to accelerate as we see the finish line. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords coming back to the earth. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.